0: there are ways to reset even when everything is chaotic around you. I don't care if you have to take a 30 minute shower to find some solace. And so we're constantly doing things that we have to be decisive about in our day to day life. And then on top of it at work or at school, we have to make decisions. And I lied. I think I said that that one was going to be the last tip, but I have one more, which sounds really Hello everyone, happy Monday, and welcome back to another episode of the Hooga Girls Podcast. It's actually just me on the mic today. Emma recorded a solo episode a couple weeks back, so I figured, hey, why not return the favor? When I'm recording this, it is Sunday, August 13th, so pretty close to real time. I'm recording it at about 6 p.m., and the episode will air at midnight tonight, so you guys are getting the full-blown real scoop right now. And I was thinking about what I should do for my solo episode. And honestly, I've been so overwhelmed and I was thinking about it. I've been getting back into town right now and I've been traveling, um, honestly, for the last eight to ten weekends. I've been out of town, which is absolutely insane. I've been leaving on Thursday or early Friday morning and getting back in late Sunday night and then in between making the most of my Monday through Wednesday. So Emma and I talked about it a couple of weeks back, but I did a Wednesday night dinner party for some friends. Um, I've done Monday night movie nights, Tuesday night date nights with my boyfriend. I kind of have been busy to a T and Emma and I had an episode, I want to say a month or so ago about how being busy is not a virtue. um, And I recognize that and I'm trying to slow down, but I'm honestly just in this season of my life right now where I'm really fortunate that I have family and friends who are coming to visit me and where my job is really picking up and social life is picking up. So I've just been kind of busy to a T. And again, that's not a flex. It's not a virtue. It's not like a, oh, wow, I'm jealous. Maddie's so busy. It's just my life is in shambles right now like everything is chaotic I have piles of laundry everywhere that I need to do I feel like I'm constantly grocery shopping and then things are going bad because I'm traveling and so I honestly was thinking about what I should do this episode on and I was like I'm just so excited to be back and get my reset going and we're driving down the mountain and I have my mom and my boyfriend in the car and we're dropping my mom off at the airport and we realized oh shit she's going to miss her flight And, you know, not that I don't love having my mom in town and staying with her um, or her staying with us rather, but she's actually coming back out next weekend for a concert, um, which I'm so fortunate that she's able to do. But I was really, you know, that feeling we're just really, really excited to like have some alone time and get back into the swing of things and reset, clean, do laundry, all the things and something throws a wrench in the plans. Well, in this case, it was the fact that my mom ended up missing her flight. And this happened, um, I want to say, a month or so ago as well. Um, Coming from a different part of the country, she flew in and missed her layover in Denver and so had to stay with us, which, of course, I love seeing her. But again, just something that kind of threw a wrench in the plan. So I was thinking about what I should do this episode on, and I was thinking about how There are ways to reset even when everything is chaotic around you. And I feel like this will be a really great episode, especially as we're going back to school for a lot of people. Um, Or even if you're one of our post-grad girlies, I figure this could be helpful because August just always seems to be such a hectic time of year. So that being said, I wanted to give you guys some of my top reset tips that you can kind of implement regardless of where you are. So if you're in a dorm room, if you're in an apartment, if you have roommates, if you live alone, if you live with a partner, um, live with your parents, whatever it may be, I'm hoping that these tips can be applicable to you. That being said, I'm not going to do an Ask the Girls or a No Show I'll Tell, just following in line with um, what Emma did in her solo episode, but we actually are recording um, an episode this upcoming week with a couple of guests, and that will be live next week and we'll be sure to have a no-show-all-tell as well as an Ask the Girls in that episode. So if you're not following us on Instagram, go follow us at Girls Podcast, H-Y-G-G-E girls podcast. And yeah, let's just jump right into the tips. So my first tip is just making a mental note of what fills you up. Is it alone time? Is it people- And be cognizant of that. So I'm someone who really values alone time. I know Emma's the same way. That's what she did her solo episode on actually. So if you haven't listened, be sure to go check it out. But just be cognizant of what actually fills you up and be mindful of implementing those things in this busy season of life, regardless of if you're a people person or if you love alone time and you're super introverted. I love a mandatory 30 minutes of alone time daily. I don't care if you have to take a 30 minute shower to find some solace, but pencil in 30 minutes for you. So get up 30 minutes earlier to have your coffee or listen to an audiobook. Maybe go for a run outside for 30 minutes instead of going to the gym and being surrounded by people. Find 30 minutes when you know your roommate is going to be out of your space and be intentional about being in the space during that time. I think that this just really allows us to tap into our thoughts and feelings and at least for me if I don't have 30 minutes by myself then I'll have all these thoughts and emotions from the last couple of days or weeks or even hours bottle up and typically it ends up being taken out on someone who doesn't deserve it so having this 30 minutes of alone time can just be really great in terms of your emotional well-being the next kind of jumping off of that is find a rot night or if your schedule allows find a rot day And what I mean by this is a time where you can genuinely just veg out and do what makes you feel better without socialization. And this can mean something different for everyone. Maybe it's watching your favorite movie, ordering takeout. Maybe it's an everything shower and self-tanning and being in sweats all day while you clean the house. Maybe it's spending a Saturday laying by your apartment pool and reading or listening to an audiobook. Just find a day or a night where you don't have to worry about your appearance, you don't have to worry about how people perceive you, and you can just do whatever it is the hell you want to do. I feel like that is something that is so, I I, I don't want to say like underestimated, but just not popular enough, because I feel like this hustle culture is kind of returning, and it was really popular before COVID, and then COVID made everyone slow down, and for whatever reason, I feel like this summer, it started to speed back up a little bit, Find a night where you can just rot, where you can look like whatever the hell you want to look like. You don't have to be around a friend, a boyfriend, a partner, and you can just be. And it is so satisfying, so rewarding, and it also helps fill your cup up. The next thing is to order your groceries slash plan out your meals. So these kind of go hand in hand with one another. Truthfully, most grocery stores charge like a $5 fee to, to deliver, or even you can do like the curbside pickup where you place your order and you run over and they put it in the back of your car. I know it's giving COVID era, sorry, but it is really, really helpful because then you don't have to waste time at the store and it also helps you stick to your budget. So if you're having a super busy weekend and you're getting back at like 11 30 at night on a Sunday and you have work early the next morning, have your groceries delivered at 7 a.m. the next morning. Get up in the morning, have them delivered. You can have them dropped off, put them in the fridge, and then when you get home from work, you don't have to worry about grocery shopping. Or if you're working from home one day and you want to go grocery shopping on your lunch break, maybe plan out your meals for the week, order it, and it can get delivered. And then instead of commuting to the grocery store, doing the whole bit, and coming back, it's saving you so much time, it allows you to maybe take that 30 minutes and spend it on time That's intentional for yourself. So, like I was saying back to the beginning, mandatory 30 minutes of alone time. Yeah, it can be grocery shopping, but how much better would it be if you get your groceries delivered and you can spend that 30 minutes going on a run, sitting on the couch and scrolling through TikTok? Literally so simple, but sometimes that's all you need is to just like have 30 minutes. And then in terms of planning your meals, at least for me, I really enjoy having a schedule and sticking to it because I feel like. We all suffer from decision fatigue in terms of we don't know what to wear in the morning. So we're going through all of our clothes. We don't know what workout to do. And so we're constantly doing things that we have to be decisive about in our day-to-day life. And then on top of it at work or at school, we have to make decisions. So planning out your meals just allows you to say, okay, on Tuesday, we're doing taco Tuesday. On Wednesday, we're doing Chinese takeout. And if you want to switch them around a little bit, that's fine. But you only have so many options. I was actually listening to a podcast not that long ago and they were talking about why Costco is so successful and that's because they only have so many options. They don't have 20 different kinds of Advil. They have two sizes of one brand. So you go in, you choose your kind, and you move on to the next thing, which leads me right into my next point, which is lean into a capsule wardrobe. And I don't mean the Pinteresty capsule wardrobe of like jeans and Tan trousers and a white button down and some black shoes, and you're only having six pieces in your closet. If that's all you and you're very minimalistic, girlfriend, go for it. We are here to support you. But what I mean by leaning into a capsule wardrobe is if you have a super busy week, set out your outfits like you did in elementary school and say, okay, Monday I'm wearing this, Tuesday I'm wearing this, Wednesday I'm wearing this, and make it be outfits that you know you feel good in. Maybe that's not the week to try out something new because we've all been in this situation where you've put on something and you're like, Oh, I'm gonna test it out and then you get to work or you get to school or you get to the event and you're like, Ooh, I feel a little uncomfortable. Maybe this isn't what I should have worn. I was actually talking to one of my best friends about this because she was trying to figure out what to wear to her boyfriend's work party and she was saying I don't know I think this dress is a little bit revealing but it's really cute and she was going back and forth and back and forth and I was telling her I was like you know what if the dress is that revealing and or even if it's not but you feel like it is and you're going to be self-conscious about it all night just wear something else wear something that you know you feel good in if you're going on a first date with someone And you're worried about looking bloated. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but if that's something that you're self-conscious of, maybe don't choose the skin tight dress. You know, find the things that make you feel good about yourself and wear them, especially in such a hectic time of life, just being back to school season, August, the seasonal transition periods. I feel like there's so much going on. Again, with decision fatigue, if you have all your outfits laid out, you know exactly what you're wearing. The next thing is find a non-alcoholic, easily accessible drink that calms you down. Sounds really silly, I know, but if you think about it, I feel like everyone has one beverage that they really enjoy. This could be coffee, it could be an herbal tea, a sparkling water, a Diet Coke, a lemonade, a sweet tea, whatever it may be. Regardless of where you are or what time of day it is, you can most likely access this beverage Not to say you should be drinking, you know, coffee at 7 p.m. at night, but if you want to have a decaf, pop off. And those are things that you can really tap into and it doesn't matter if you're running on campus and you are in between classes or if you're out at a restaurant, if you're sitting on the couch watching your favorite TV show, whatever it is, finding that beverage just allows you to be present in that moment. And that sounds very, very, very extreme, but I think that's why drinking just in general, both alcoholic and non-alcoholic is so popular because it gives you something, one, to taste and something to hold typically, which takes care of two of your senses. So then you're not focused on everything else around you. You're just focused on being present with that drink, which sounds really stupid now that I'm saying it out loud into a mic, but it really does help calm you down. And I feel like. Even just driving if you're going on a long road trip, you know, having a good drink, a good little bevy. Ooh, chef's kiss. And my last one is movement. I'm not telling you to go to a CrossFit class or go do Barry's Boot Camp or even an hour-long yoga class. But find some way to incorporate movement into your day because it is such a stress reliever. Even if it's just getting, you know, steps in and you're being intentional about walking from class to class instead of taking the school shuttle, or if you're being intentional about walking around the block on your lunch break at work downtown, be intentional about getting movement in every single day. You can even incorporate this into your alone time. So if you want to do a 30-minute stretch class, I'm not saying go out there and like beat yourself up, but do something that's going to make you feel good And know that that's going to differ from day to day. Some days you might want to go out and go for a run. Some days you might want to foam roll. Movement is such an incredible way to give gratitude to our bodies. And I really feel like nine times out of ten, we underestimate that. So especially when you're in a chaotic season of life, be sure to prioritize movement. And I lied. I think I said that that one was going to be the last tip, but I have one more. And that is to not neglect your priorities slash goals. I feel like especially when it feels like everything is swarming around you in a tornado-like motion, the first thing to go are the things that are part of your normal routine. So for example, if you're training for a half marathon and you're supposed to run every single day because you do it every single day or every other day or whatnot, then it feels like, okay, on this random Tuesday, it's fine if I don't get my run in. Or in the case of this podcast, You know, we record it every single week. So when everything is going on around us, it's like, okay, well, you know, no one's really going to miss one episode, you know, like it's fine. There'll be another one next week. They have plenty of episodes to listen to. But if you have goals in place for yourself, it's really important to hold true to those so that you build trust within yourself. That's something that Emma and I have talked about a lot on this podcast because it rings very true to our own lives. And you don't have to do everything to the max to hit that goal if you're supposed to run that day and your plan is to run three miles according to your training plan but you get out there and by mile two and a half you don't feel a hundred percent you feel stressed you feel anxious it's not making you feel better that's okay you got out there and you tried to do it if I'm supposed to record a podcast episode and you know I'm stressed because my mom's now here and I have a busy day at work tomorrow and I have to edit and I have to plan for tomorrow's podcast episode and yada, 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 all these different things. I don't have to record a 45-minute to an hour-long episode. I can put out this episode that's going to give you tangible tips to take away from that's just as valuable as a 45-minute episode. It just might not be as conversational or as bantery or whatever it is. I don't even know if bantery is a word, but you get the point. Anyways, with so much chaos – being in our everyday lives, the hard reality and the hard truth of the situation is, the next season is going to bring just as much. I find myself in this mindset where I think, okay, you know, next month, it's going to be so much calmer or next season, it's going to be so much calmer. And then you get to that point and you're ready for the next month or the next season. If it's July, you're like, okay, by the time October rolls around, everything's going to be calm. And then October rolls around and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to be through the holidays. That's just human nature and that's how we all live. So I hope that this episode was helpful because I know that even just sitting here and talking into a microphone to you guys was helpful to me and it helped me be more mindful of what it is I need to be implementing into my life in this season. So I hope that you took something out of this as well. And like I said, next Monday, there will be another new episode with Emma and I both back together as well as some incredible guests. We've been listening to you guys. We know that you're missing the guest episodes. We are too. We're just being very particular about who we're having on the show because we really want this to be a platform that feels friendly and conversational and not like, very luxury for lack of better words. Um, so stay tuned for that episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at hygge girls podcast. That's H Y G G E girls podcast. And be sure to rate and review the show. If you enjoyed it, keep us, keep us coming back. We'll be here, but it's always nice to get that support. So until next time, as always stay happy, stay healthy and stay huga. We'll see you next Monday.